You're listening to Port of Call with Centurion Hospice and Rivas Guman. Dr. Pietrus Mulman is a well-known author, theologist and gerontologist. He believes in meaningful aging and for that reason he pursued a doctoral degree at, wait for it, 72. He graduated at 76. He's almost 80 years old and he still lives a very, very meaningful life. He mastered the cello, he attends to spiritual and emotional needs of elderly and last year he wrote a highly recommended book. The book is called Meaningful Aging, a book that resulted from his doctoral studies. So it's very, very interesting. And as usual, Philip Ocum joins us as well, who is a social worker at Centurion Hospice. Doctor, you hold a doctoral degree and you mastered the art of the cello, but the amazing thing is you did all this when you were in your 70s. Please, please tell us about Dr. Pietrus Moorman and what drove you to these awesome achievements. Thank you, Riva. Many people may think that it's got to do with aging and your perception of aging. And mm. I say no. It's in connection with life. Okay. How do you perceive life? To me, life should be meaningful up to the end of my life. Wow. We only have one, one life to live. And that life is very short. And as Christian, I believe that I've got a purpose in that life. Yes. And I must fulfill that purpose. Purpose and I must complete that purpose to the end. And that's what drove me. To, in other words, to live meaningfully up to the end. That's amazing. You are so inspiring. You, you know, I, I normally tell people, it's not, it's not the way, it's, there's no secret in, in aging. Mm. It's a perception of life. The way you perceive life, is going to determine how what is the quality of your aging ultimately. Okay, so in your opinion, when is you often hear people, especially the youngsters, saying, mm. "Oh, that's old." When is old old? Yeah, m- m- many people say old or being old is about feeling old. It's when you feel old. That's that's that may be correct, but I I I think there's a very important uh, distinction between. Between when you define aging, uh, in this COVID time, we had the very nasty experience of what we call ageism, and that is to stereotype all older people. Mm. For instance, you will have a regulation saying, I can only admit people younger than 60 at hospital. And then you may admit a person who is 40 years old yes. with a lifespan or a life potential of three years while you are exactly. refusing people 60 years with a life uh, 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 span, span of, 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 of more than 20 years still. So, so um, the def- I, I think it depends on how you f- define aging or age. You get a, a variety of ways to define it, but there are two, more, two important ones. The first one is the, the one that is normally used, and that is chronological aging. That is the, the, the age on the calendar. Mm. But the other important one is the functional aging. That, that is the way you function uh, compared to your to your peer group or yes. compared to the to the society around you. You know how do you function? How how do you cope with life? What do you get out of life? What what do you contribute towards life? And that is the thing that that should matter: functionality in terms of adult. So you are old, I think, old 
<laughs> when when you don't function anymore, when you okay. don't have, when you don't uh, uh, contribute anything, I th- and, and and people should never get old in that sense. Yes, absolutely, yeah. I agree. It's easier said than done, but it's yeah. it's inspiring, yeah. Doctor. You um you've done a lot of research in the field of what is it? Is it gerontology? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Well, please, I don't even know what that is. Can you explain yeah. it to the, in, the in layman? Sim- in simple terms, it's it is the signs of aging. Okay. Okay, but it is a multi-professional at the uh, 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 science. In other words, you'll get a biological gerontologist, and you'll get a psychological gerontologist, and a okay. social. And I'm a pastoral psych- uh, oh, gerontologist wow. okay. because I, I approach the gerontology from the from from the perspective of the pastorate. Yes. Yes, it so, is important. Yeah. But in simple terms, it, it, it is a science of it, aging. It's all about that. I didn't know yeah. there were so many areas that you yeah, could delve course, into. Yeah. Okay, so why would you say it's important for people to understand what aging is all about? Um, maybe you know of an anecdote, or maybe it's something yeah. that happened to you. Well, I, uh, in a book I wrote, um, I've mentioned two stories. The one I was in the lady I ran into... When I was still a student at Stellenbosch, the minister asked me to go, and, uh, he gave me a long list of old people I must visit. So I went to this lady, it was a cold, rainy uh, winter morning in mm. the Cape. And I went there at 10 o'clock in the morning and I said to her, I've got an appointment. She said, yes, you must just sit down and wait because my husband has just recently retired. And uh, and when I uh, when he retired, or before he retired, I said to him, you, you're working so hard for us. The day when you retire, you can stay in bed until 10 o'clock and then I'll, I'll serve you with breakfast and coffee and after that you can get up okay, because nice. you worked so hard. And I thought, well, that's something to get used to. Yes, yes. And then I asked her, how old is your husband? She said, 55. What? And I really? said to myself, well, I'm not interested in that. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't want to retire in that way. After 55. Absolutely not. So that's one story. That's one way to perceive age, to be old before your time. Then you get the other, the opposite of that is to get higher or or people in later years, but highly functional, Mm. you know, still doing a lot of things. Um, uh, in, in a church where I ministered, there was an uncle of, of, of more than 90 years and he got very, very seriously sick and he was, he was nursed by his, wife, by his daughter at home and he was, he was bedridden for a long time and then she, 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 um, she cared for him for a long time and, and then, but, but every day when she made his bed, mm. she let him stand up for longer every day. So one day, 10 o'clock, when she was having her tea in the dining room, he was coming in, fully oh. dressed with his suit and his tie, and he was ready to live. It just goes See, that's, to show. That, that is the difference, ne? Yes. between a, a person who is much, much older than he should be and a, another person who is actually very old chronologically but still very, very highly functional. I love both stories. I think yeah. it's amazing. You recently published a book, mm. Meaningful Aging, and yeah. this book is very, very highly recommended, by the way. Um, in short, Meaningful Aging, what haven't you covered? <laughs> well, uh, well I've covered, in the book, I've covered the whole, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I've covered the chapter on aging, what okay. is actually aging about. And then especially the fact that aging is a holistic thing. When you age, it's not only your mind or your body that age, everything ages. Mm. 
and you must you must be aware of that. You must take care of that. You know, and there's a lot of uh, preventative things you can do, not to prevent aging, because you cannot prevent aging, but to live meaningfully up to the end. Mm. So that's important. The second chapter is about meaningfulness. What is meaning? And what is meaningful aging then? And then I try to define in the book, I try to find what I understand of meaning. Because in the gerontology, you get a, you know, in the, in the previous century, uh, 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 there was a lot of negativity around gerontology. Up to the years 50, 60, mm. gerontology was seen as a very negative science because every, everybody perceived aging as a problem. You know, governments saw it as a problem and psychologists see it. And then, then the, the thing uh, developed, which is called positive psychology. Mm. And positive psychology actually turned this thing around. And th- since then, you get phrases like, mini- uh, not meaningful aging, but positive aging and healthy aging and successful aging and active aging, which are all indications that people are seeing aging in a different light now. But I chose for meaningful aging because it is it is inclusive of all those things. If, for instance, if you if you define, uh, uh, let's say, meaningful aging only in terms of healthy aging, then immediately you could ask the the, 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 the person, but what about the person in the ro- in, in, in the in the wheelchair? Exactly. What about the person in the in the care unit? Yes. Is that phase of the life? Is that is that not meaningful? Can yeah. that not be meaningful? I say it yes, can. Yes. It can. If you if you can if you can. Uh, um, Manage this transition, you know, become, be, between being f- independent to f- be f- being fully dependent. Mm. If you can, if you can manage that transition, then you can live meaningfully in the care unit. And it could add years to yeah. your life. And yes. that's why I chose for the for the word meaningful aging because okay. that's inclusive of of all those. Now, meaningful aging, in short, means that life means something to me. Yes. I must love life. Yes. Love must must spill over to other people. It must mean something to other people. Mm. And if I'm a Christian, in my in my case, I th- believe that meaningful aging is also to contribute towards God's God's kingdom in this whole process. Amen. And to, and to me, that that is meaningful aging. Yes. But then it, it it comprises my whole life. You know, it and it comprises my past, my present, and my future. I, you know, I I must deal with my past in order to be able to dream. Because even if you are 80 years old, you must still be, be able to dream. Mm. You must never stop dreaming. Mm. So, but to be able to do that, you'll have to deal with the past, you know, and to, and to cope with the present, because many people can't cope with the present. That is, that is, that is important. And, this, and the, the, uh, 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 the third thing is that it is holistic. I mean, it, uh, uh, aging concerns my life, my emotions, uh, my social life, I'm a social being, and then, of course, I'm a religious being. Mm. And religion, especially in the later years, is very, very important to other people. But that can only be, that can only be important if, if, meaning, if religion had meaning to you prior to your... Exactly. Say, for instance, retirement, which, yes. which is merely a transition. It's not a, something that should exist. Yes. Uh, but... but, but uh, uh, if you if you didn't believe something, you it's I don't think you'll believe in the later years. But 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 uh, in later years, you know, uh, your only personal your personal faith, your your religion, 
your your uh, being part of a, of a, of a faith family mm. and a religious family life you know that's very important it's also mm. of of great therapeutic therapeutic value i mean small groups and prayer groups and church services so on it it really inspires people you sharing, know sharing building and, each other of course yes, yes. And, yeah and socially it's very important because many people get isolated in the later years but when Sad. they attend bible study groups or or or, or support groups you know they really come they really uh, benefit by that by doing so so it's uh, th- that that's the whole idea of of, of uh, meaningful is not that simple it's not yeah no it's but not it's a uh, it's it's a holistic thing and i think it's but uh, ultimately i think it's about life you know and living you, it and living it live, and, live yes, your life live absolutely. your life with a purpose Doctor, I want to ask you as well, going back to what you said a while ago, yeah. aging is a huge issue for some people. Oh, it's yeah. just such a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we change this perception? You know, how how can older people maybe be guided to adopt a more positive approach, like the one you have, yeah. towards meaningful aging? Well, well, I first of all think uh, we, we, we must teach people, not older people, but we must teach people to think differently about life and you can't only start with that when a person wants a person is retired no that must start long before retirement so in my in my research you know uh, and in in my application of the research in the church where i serve at the moment we we focus on on various group and there's never a chronological age mentioned but we will say all those of you who are who are going to retire within the next 10 years, whether, whether that's going to be on 55 or 65, doesn't matter. In 10 years' time, you're going to retire. That's a focus group of aging. And that group is very important mm. to tell them to understand that, for instance, retirement is not uh, uh, the dying period of your life. No. That is the most... You know, nowadays, retirement can be a l- much longer than your professional days. Yes. So, because people get older, they grow older, much older than, than, than before. So, so uh, I think it's important to start early in life, to, te- to teach people that aging is part of life. Mm. It is not something, it's not an appendix to life. That you can get aging, rid of it. Yeah. Like, like being young, like, you know, you being youthful, it is also part, uh, aging is, is part of that. And one must live your life in preparation of that and you, you must also not try to exp- to, 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 to push that back mm. to the last few days of your life you know and try to prevent aging you cannot prevent aging it's weird how so many people do try to push that of back. course yes you yeah. know if you if you look at if you look at advertisements on ointments and Oh, things, and, and things it's a like, market that's exploding. Yeah, yeah yes. and you can see how you prevent aging. You cannot prevent aging. Yes. Aging is part of life. Mm. But you must, you must manage aging. That is very important. So that you can live meaningful, continue to live meaningfully up to the end of your life. Makes absolute yeah. sense to me. Um, one thing that's interesting to me, how do different religious and also even cultural groups mm. relate to, to aging and to the elderly? That's very interesting. That's very interesting because... When I did my research and I did my presentation at the university where I studied, uh, you you are examined on the on the study proposal which you present to them, and then the one professor asked me, he said, "Now why do you only concentrate on this small white group?" And I said, "Why why don't you also include, for instance, the black indigenous people of South mm. Africa?" I said, "Well, I'd love to, but that is a 
completely different story because their way or their their perception of aging and their way of experiencing of of aging and the way they deal with aging is much different from the western world so there are different there are various cultures and religions for for instance the muslim faith and the jewish faith okay and the buddhists and the and the hindus mm. and also our africa indigenous people Yes. They still they are still very strongly bound to what is called the extended family system. Where you have three generations or four generations in one family. Okay. So the 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 the, uh, the upa and the uma are included in this family. Mm. They've got a role to play. Yes. Even if they are old they've got a role to they teach the children manners, they teach them religion, they teach them values. And when they age to that extent where they where they need care, they are cared for. Okay. That is the extended family, mm. but the Western world has moved away from that. So, so, and that—that's actually very sad. I was thinking now; it's actually a lovely yeah. thing to do. I, I, I live, I live in, a, I live in a in, in a in a retirement village there, where there are a couple, a couple of of, of uh, uh, black couples which are included, and I, and I still intend to do some research on that mm. and to ask them how did you move from this this extended family system, which really works. To a place where you live now in a retirement village, which yeah. is actually strange it to is. some cultures. Yes. For our indigenous cultures, that is strange. You know, so to live in an old age. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, that that is how it differs. Ob- obviously, they all have more or less the same values in terms of of age. Uh, more or less like the Bible, you know, uh, age, aging people are respected. Mm. Uh, they are valued. Mm. And that goes for all religions. Uh, they all value it, but but the way in in which they deal with it, in terms of the extended family systems and the systems we function in. But I think I think there are are a number of things which are which are going to compel us to move back to the multi generational. <laughs> Uh, 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 family systems wouldn't be a bad thing at all. I would love one, that. One is the cost of 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 of, of uh, living of of living for aging people, and for caring of aging people. Mm. So, I think home care and family care of of older older people is going to be the thing of the day. Not not very far from now, because you, you many people can't afford it anymore to to be in old age homes it's or true. retirement villages. What that that. That becomes a very, very expensive thing to many people. True. So, so that is why that is our religions and and and, and uh, 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 cultures. Cultures differ, you know, in terms of aging. Very well, interesting. I, it's very. I tell you now, I'm sitting thinking, Doctor. I wouldn't yeah. mind one day if I'm blessed, if the Lord blesses me, and I have grandchildren. I wouldn't mind being the one to knock some sense into them <laughs> as the granny. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. But then, on the other hand, it's, it's not. It, that, those those ideas are not that easy because. Um, uh, it, it can be very difficult, you know, yes. for a, for a, for a family system to have an older couple there. Absolutely, especially if you have teen, if you have teenagers in the in in, in the home, it, it can be very difficult. And mm. there's a lot of challenges to that to a family like that. <laughs> True, that the generational <laughs> yeah, gap. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Doctor, thank you so much. Anything in closing, and also, where can we get hold of your book if we want to buy it? Well, you can get it from me. Uh, my my. I don't know whether you're going to provide my address. My my e- email address is lafras. That's L A F R I S. Lafras, okay. At mweb.co.za. That's easy. Lafras 
at mweb.co.za. And then you can get it from Group 7. That is the publishers and the printers. That is Group 7. It's actually the Afrikaans Group 7. Okay. Group 7.co.za. Or, especially if people listen to this this, uh, podcast uh, podcast and it's from overseas, they can get it also as an e-book on www.kobo.com. Is it Kobo? Kobo, K-O-B-O dot com. And then you just search for the book, Meaningful Aging, and you'll get to it. Okay, so the book's title, just to reiterate, the book's title is Meaningful, Meaningful Aging, and you can find it on www.kobo. Yeah, dot, and it's, dot, it's dot com. Dot com, just yeah. as you say, K-O-B-O. K-O-B-O, and then you can, can get it in the e-book form. Thank you so, so much for all okay. your wisdom, all your insight. It's been amazing. It's Thank been you, a Doctor. It's pleasure, Rio. Thank you very much. Bedvest Protea Coin is a leading provider of integrated, intelligence-driven risk management services. Founded in 1974 as a manned guarding company, we've evolved over the years with a formidable track record and are now known as a security solutions provider of choice to many South African organizations and also government institutions. As part of the Bidvest Group, a listed company on the JSE, we proudly conduct our business in a responsible, ethical and fully compliant manner. With our combined management experience and our constant efforts to evaluate market trends and demands, we have developed a unique set of products and services which address and mitigate risk across all market sectors. Our customer-centric approach, agility and innovation are core objectives that each member of our team strives to live by each and every day. Visit the website for further information www.proteacoin.co.za That's www.proteacoin.co.za or contact us on 012 triple zero oh one two six six five eight triple zero Philip, it's so nice to chat to you as always. What role can an organization or organizations then, such as a Centurion Hospice, play in the lives of older people? Yes, River of a Centurion Hospice is not just about um, palliative and hospice care. Um, hospice is a, 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 takes a holistic approach mm. and uh, yeah, we assist people in quality of life until the end of life. So it doesn't really matter at where you are. We make sure that you have quality of life until the end of life. And we focus on people who have already had, um, been diagnosed with life-limiting illnesses and these are often older patients. Yes, yes. yes so they are, are most likely our older patients. Um, the elderly often um, find themselves in difficult um, circumstances with regards to housing and access to to care in their later of years. Of course, especially today. Yes, today it's very, very difficult. Uh, but um, both these are just enough, well, so there are not enough facilities to take care of the elderly 
and the cost of it is extremely high. Yes, yes, I, I get that, and I think it's it's going to become more difficult as as time goes on. You are fifty. You, I don't want to say this. It sounds horrible, but you are fifty. You you must be thinking of retirement. How do you perceive old age? You, the expert. Yeah. So so I don't uh, I don't see myself as nearing uh, um, retirement yet. No. But um, like, like the doctor said, it's it's actually supposed to be a transition. So, but um, what I am doing is I'm making sure that I am ready for when that happens. And that is part of what aging is about. Aging is, is more than a number. You can be 50 and healthy, or you can be 30 and very sick. Mm. And uh, yeah, so you must, must manage your, your, your health, which is actually your wealth, from, the, from an early age. You must, must, if you want to start running, don't start running when you're 70. Start running when you're 20 and 30. Yes. If you want to eat fruits and vegetables, don't do it when you're 50, do it when you're 30 or 20. It, yeah, so for me, aging is just that, that, that situation where you take better care of yourself. Yes. You make, make sure that you, your health is intact and everything is there for your, for your, for your, for your longer health, health, health and longer health, well-being. Yeah. And again, like the doctor said, a holistic approach. Does it help to only focus on your on your spiritual or no. on, your, on your emotional or on your physical? You have to take care of all the aspects together, and that is where the hospice also comes in. We we take care of people holistically. That's amazing to hear that, and I think that's a very important thing. We must remember that word holistically. Yes. Now you've got plenty of experience working with elderly patients. What would you say are the biggest concerns of of some of those people? Yes. Um, the, the biggest concerns are actually, like I said before, housing, uh, family, relationships. But the most important thing is, is making meaning of their life. So you get a person who's sitting in a, in a room somewhere and they think of, well, what did I do with my life? Where am I, where am I heading from here? So, yeah, that is actually one of the, the most important things. Uh, so the, this person must must then look back at what some way in his life he touched someone's life, or some way there's someone still caring for him. Mm. And sometimes it's it's as lit, a little thing as taking a phone and and phoning your son or your daughter, and they might be waiting for your call. I had a situation where I was this, this lady was really distressed for a long time, and mm. I, I walked up to her and I said, what, what, well, what is the problem? And she says, no, well, she says, there's no contact with her, with her children. Oh, and I took her phone and I phoned the, the daughter and I asked her, will, is there a problem? Will you please just call your mother? She says, she's been waiting for her mother to call her for three or four years, and she doesn't, she, wow. she was just waiting for that call. And I said, please Shame. call her. And it was amazing, they had a 45 minute call the first day, and every day from there on, it was like 20 to 30 minutes. Sure. I just spoke every day and she actually came to visit the mother. It was, it was amazing to see. Yeah, that's yeah. lovely. It's lovely and it's so necessary. One's got to remember that from both sides, I think, you yes. know, the, the kids and the, and the parents. Um, well, you've actually just shared a really positive story yeah, with us. a really positive story. Uh, you know, <laughs> that, that child and, and the mom being reconnected after years that that's yeah. good. That feels that must to you as a social worker at hospice in Turin, That must feel good. It 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 makes makes your life. It, it make, makes meaning to my life. If I see that I've connected these people, yeah, in in a simple simple act, it doesn't require eight weeks of therapy or anything. Or money just, or, just, or or enough. Yeah, or money or just just a simple thing connecting people. 
Wow. Yeah. And and that is what 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 is it's all about to at just connect people well. at, at hospice. Yes, mm-hmm. to connect people and to make sure people are are well cared for holistically in every aspect. And if it's a simple thing like bringing a a, a child to a to a a, a, a parent. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for being part of a, a wonderful establishment like Hospice Centurion. And keep doing what you're doing. You're not going to retire anytime soon. No, no, I hope not. <laughs> thank you, Philip. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Centurion Hospice is pleased to announce the imminent opening of our inpatient unit with 13 beds. After four years of the IPU being closed, we're finally back with fully comprehensive palliative services for the communities of Centurion, Valhalla, Pretoria West and surrounds. Unsure? Phone 012-664-6175 for a confidential discussion. Remember, it's never too early to phone the hospice and your financial circumstances will never prevent us from helping you. Thank you so much once again for joining us. Keep listening for the next episode when we'll unpack the challenges around the manner in which we deal with loss, not only during bereavement, but also after other life-changing events such as divorce.